Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think it's safe to say that uh, the, the greatest era of dominance that we've seen in Boston sports has come to an end, guys, right? Tom Brady, 20 years. New England Patriots, six championships, uh, 20 years of relevance, I guess it's safe to say, right? And this is our tribute episode, Causeway Street. Joe Pavone's here. Sean Dutra. What up? I'm Joe Sway Pavone. We're doing something different this time. We're doing something different. Um, clearly, there's not a whole lot of Celtics talk out there. And in wake of this news, we're de- dedicating this entire episode to the one and only Tom Brady. I will say, shout out to the Celtics. No one got corona. Good for them, right? Shout out to them. Yeah. Repo- reportedly. <laughs> there's, there's still... Like, that, that's like, that's fair. Allegedly. There's still there's a lot com- out there. There's conflicting reports. Allegedly. They oh, they're still waiting for the test. Oh, Who knows? Shit. I mean, after, Who knows? after what we saw with the, with the Brooklyn Nets, you never know, right? But we'll, 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 we'll save that for later. You know, we'll save that for, for in case you okay, missed it. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to get it in right. case you missed it today. All right. Let's get right into it. You know what, Sean? Why don't you start? Because we I mean, we nearly recorded this episode way earlier than we were going to because that, that's how fired up you were. Yo, man. Yeah, man. I mean, there's no there's no words. It's hard to put into words, man. Well, we actually, we we, we gave you um, some time to process because uh, we probably wouldn't be able to understand what you had to say. Yesterday yeah, Sean had to grieve a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Sean okay. needed that St. moment. St. Patrick's Day was a tough day for he me. He needed bro. a grieving, a uh, couple, was a tough couple day. hours of grief. It was a tough fucking day. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, like does St. Patrick's Day even happen? No, it was just fucking Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it must have been the strangest St. Patrick's Day you ever had. It was a shitty Tuesday. Yeah, it was the weirdest St. Patrick's Day ever. The Celtics didn't even shout out Danny Ainge on his birthday. Did you see? That? No one, no one, no one talked about Danny. Yo, even Causeway Street right. shouted him out, baby. You damn right they did. They always do. Yo, uh, <laughs> no, nah, Fredo Brady, man, Brady, 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 Brady. Damn, damn. It's the end of an era, man. Yo, it just don't make no sense to me, man. Don't make no sense. Talk all, about it. All those years of seeing 
the one and only nine, ta- taking those snaps. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, nine I'm Super Bowl appearances have come to an end. Man, you're not. Gonna, they're not. He's not going to take those snaps in a Patriots uniform anymore. I was talking to my boy and his kids, thirteen years old. I go, motherfucker. It's all he knows. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm 31. I was younger than you when Brady came in the in the in the NFL. Yeah, but you don't want to switch lives with that guy. You would have missed I so know, many I great don't moments. Switch lives, but I just, I like, think we're perfect where we're at. We, this is, this we, is the right age to be. We have, ex- yeah, yes. Right, this is yes. the right age to be at for the Brady era because you remember everything. You essentially remember the very beginning. You remember Bledsoe. You remember him taking over, and pretty much it was the beginning. Of the greatest era we've ever seen in Boston sports. My man, I don't I like. We've ever okay, seen. Maybe, I'm not gonna maybe, say of all time. Maybe sports. I been greatest years era old. we've ever right. seen. Two thousand and two thousand. Well, two thousand and one. Well, right. Well, yeah, he was technically two thousand drafted in two thousand. Uh, didn't Belichick take over in two thousand? Yeah. Okay. But I vividly from, uh, remember from fucking, that uh, Mo Lewis hit, and that's probably the only like memory that I have from like. Like vividly from like being eleven years old, bro. Right. I remember some under twelve soccer shit, but I mean, I don't know. Other than that, man, that, those are my two memories. You know. In, in my opinion, what made it so incredible, so remarkable, was the fact that we actually saw one of our home teams win a championship, like that first one at least, right? Oh, yeah, big yeah. time. Because you're thinking to yourself, who's gonna win it first? Like we've we haven't we didn't have much hope in the Red Sox at that point. I mean, obviously Pedro was Pedro, Manny was Manny, but that team wasn't you know where it was at by the time 03 hit you know it wasn't quite there so the celtics you had paul pierce and antoine walker but the lakers were always in the going to be in the way and the new jersey nets were right there so patino patino was still around patino yeah. was still around <laughs> right that's how that's how far back we're going right and then there was the patriots you know bledsoe goes down tom brady takes over and then just that run in particular to beat the steelers when they were the underdog to beat the rams when they were an underdog by a mile if you talk about any other Super Bowl that Tom Brady's ever participated in, there was no he was no bigger underdog than he was in that first one. Yeah, man. That's I how mean, it all that's how the whole thing started. The the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me that we were so spoiled with over twenty years. Twenty was twenty times probably twenty games a year we watched. So like what? Four hundred fucking football games we watched? Every game. I was like, we got this. Cause Brady's playing, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of shit we're not going to have no more. We're never going to have that again. Like, that shit is, like, at fourth quarter, you're down 14 points. Yo, we got it, man. Uh, Brady's no, in the game. Right. We suck again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but before we get there, though, before okay, we okay. get to. Oh, Christ, bro. Before sorry, sorry, sorry. we. Trying to Rob Schneider over I here. Try. <laughs> before we. Is that Rob Schneider or Kendrick Perkins, man? <laughs> I don't even fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Yo, don't even bring up Perk. Don't, 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 don't no, do it. No, Perk ain't doing that. <laughs> don't Perk, do it. Perk ain't coming this episode. Just a quick update, man. I'm coronavirus free, man. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Tom Brady, man. Before. The before we get into the Patriots' future, let's let's continue with this Brady talk because I want to keep it, I want to keep it moving here. Okay, so because you know it, it's so hard to to see a team repeat, right? But that's exactly what he did. I mean, he didn't do it right after yep. the first one. Yep. But that those back to back championships, man. Again, coming from guys who have never seen at that time, right? Have never seen their local teams win anything near a championship, and we saw three championships in four years. Tom Brady leading the way, and you're thinking to yourself, "Wow, this yeah, is this just the is beginning." Great, but no, this, but, is, this is the beginning. But no, 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 no. Brady, no, Brady, during that time, during that time, during yeah. that time, Brady kicked off though, like the era of Boston sports dominance. That's true. 
Oh that, four with that the Red Sox. We're probably never gonna oh, see. Oh seven it. As with Boston the Red Sox. Fans, oh wait, with the Celtics. That's true. We're never gonna see some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, that's true. Like the term "title town" means something here in Boston because of damn right it does. Because of those. <laughs> because from o from o two to now, like how many how many championships we're talking about here? We're talking about double digits championships. No, I think about like, parades. I think about uh, I think duck boats. The the Pats got six. Sox got three. Sox got. You're talking about oh, that they got decade. four. They got four. No, they got four. I, I'm not. I think you're talking about in that decade. Oh no, they, I'm just no, talking about the era. Oh, so wait, no, that's since, two. Since in that Brady, decade. since yeah. Brady kicked it off. Yeah. The Sox, the Sox got four. Four. Pats got six. That's ten. The Bruins won. Bruins got one. Celtics so won. won. That's yeah. twelve championships. And that, and not to mention the the in the Brady, the Brady years. teams that went to the Super Bowl that didn't win it. Oh so yeah, going to the nine nine appearances in the Super Bowl. For, uh, Celtics had. Two finals champion, two finals appearances, one championship. The Bruins three, I believe, three, and three one championships. Three, yeah. Yeah. Three, three so three all in this era, like, like being a contender, a title contender, almost every year for the last twenty years, and in, in all sports. And you know what, too, it's ridiculous. You know what, too, though, <laughs> every single sports team in Boston. I mean, not to toot our own horn, but beep beep, motherfuckers. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every single sports team, every single sports team, whether it's the Doc Rivers led Celtics, the Brad Stevens led Celtics, the Claude Julian Bruins, the who the fuck is the coach now? Fucking other Bruins, whatever the guy's name, I fucking forget. <laughs> he did, he made it to a finals, he didn't win, so I don't know your name yet. All right, I want to call him the David Pasternak Bruins, but whatever, that's not right. But hey, um, uh, but even even the Brian Davidson. The <laughs> Bobby Davidson. Bobby, Bobby Davidson. Davidson. Come on, man. Yo, right, man. the Sox. Oh, get the alias right. Francona. My bad. You had Pharaoh. You had Cora. Whatever the case is, they always looked and said, "Yo, Brady sets the bar." Yeah, right. exactly. We need right. to win yeah. because Brady is here. You know yo, what? I'm we glad, can't yo. be second fiddle I'm, I'm, in our own town. Yo, I'm so and Brady made it that way. And now that he's not here no more. I don't know if the same pressure is going to be on the coaches, yeah, I'm so, the ownership, all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know if the same pressure is going to be there. I'm so glad you said that because I can't think of another Boston sports athlete who was more influential and revered as Tom Brady. Not just from the fans, but from the other Boston athletes, whether we're talking about players from the Celtics, whether we're talking about players from the Bruins, I'm sorry, from Sox. the Red Sox. Big Poppy is one of my favorite athletes of all time. But if you actually look at it, Brady is light years ahead of him on the totem pole. Oh yeah, in the past, sure. you know, like, the, like no but one. But the respect even, is so high from Ortiz's end, like to, to Brady, to Brady, right? He's like, oh. I, I, I've modeled it's my thing after you, right? Like, I'm, I'm trying to be great because you're great, and you keep setting the bar higher and higher. Right. So I, got, Boston, Boston, I have to New England. I have to take it to another notch because of you, right? Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce. He's yeah. a great example. He's a Pats fan. He said now. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. He's a Pats fan. He said now. the same thing. You look at interviews with Paul Pierce talking about Brady right. being great. And how how I have to be there. I want to be right. that guy. And then how many years removed from him being a Celtic? He was still rooting for the Patriots every single year. Like, like I'm, a, I'm a Pats <laughs> fan now. Like, this isn't like, oh, because I'm not playing in Boston anymore. I'm done rooting for the Pats. No, I'm a Pats fan for life now. But that's just because it. of Tom Brady and their reign. It's a fraternity. If you've played here in Boston for X amount of years, you're you're involved in it. Right. Even you're Isaiah Thomas. Even Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, when Isaiah Thomas was here, one of the things that I do remember him talking about is TB12, baby. That's like that's it. Like I, I, he he sets the bar so high for like like 
if you like, if you don't make the playoffs, get the fuck out. Of, of the city, you know what I mean. Right. Like, like if, you're, if you're your not goal accepted here, if your goal is not to win a championship, if your ultimate goal is not to win a championship in this city, the fuck out. You're not gonna make it. You ain't gonna make it. Right. And the fans are gonna they're gonna they're gonna call you out for it. Right. And like the fact that every single sports team outside the Pats obviously shot it out Brady on St. Patrick's Day, the Celtics, the Bruins, the Red Sox all said one simple thing: Thank you, Tom. So here's my thing, though. I got a little. I'm gonna bring a little negativity into the whole thing. Bro. I mean, you wouldn't be you if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we love it. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Put this out there. Just I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I might I might even add to this because I'm 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 feeling a little hot still. I'm pissed, man. So I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna front this. Talk about you it. My, you heard my Brady moment at the beginning of this episode. Yes. Which is all the good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff, but I'm pissed right now, bro. I'm pissed that this is happening, that this came to fruition. And I'm not pissed at anybody but Tom Brady. Oh, wow, I thought you were going to go somewhere else. But okay, go ahead. Nope. I'm not pissed at anybody but Tom Brady. Why are you pissed at Tom? Here's why I'm not. Here's why. Um, Tell them why you're mad, son. This is why I'm mad. There's a reason why Tom Brady's going to Tampa Bay. Because he actually have weapons there. There's a reason, and his name is Patrick Mahomes. I truly think that when Mahomes won the Super Bowl, Brady realized, yeah, I ain't getting back to a Super Bowl with Mahomes in this division. I, I, I'm not going to be – whatever I try to do as a 43-year-old quarterback, whatever defense you want to put around me, I, I can't beat this guy. Yeah, but, and that's the why, first time – Why wait, is he saying that, Wait, that's the, that's the why first that? time – that's the first time – that I think that Brady realized, like, I'm not number one. And I'm a little bit pissed that he didn't even, like, just, just like, out of spite. Like, there should have been something burning inside of him out of spite to say, no, I'm going to triumph over here. And and, and, and and he's done it every single move of every single thing he's ever done his entire life. Yeah, but Sean, the but Pats now, haven't now. given him what he needs to triumph. What do you man? mean he hasn't given him what he needs? They got the number what one cornerback in the league. Weapons? They, they, yo, they, they, they aren't, they signed Antonio fucking Brown. And yeah. then they cut him. Then how did later. that go? Because he told Kraft to jerk off. Like, what do you mean? No, that was after he got cut. <laughs> Before he got cut. But, that was after the fact. But yeah. no, no. But what happened? Why, why did he get cut? He got cut because he was texting this this female about, you know, you know shit that he shouldn't have been texting about. Uh, so, he thought untouchable. But, yeah, but Sean, they, you know, they you know that was the weapon. final straw, though. That wasn't, like, the first and last thing that made Brady say, okay, I'm up out of here. They were I'll, constantly not giving him weapons. And at the end of the day, I think a lot of it had to do, especially— You can't blame the Patriots. No, you oh can absolutely God. blame the Patriots. Why not? Are you kidding me? Why not? They didn't give him weapons to begin with, right? And then second of all, it was almost like they wanted him to leave. It was like, look, we, we know— that we can succeed or we need to start the next chapter after Tom Brady, and right now is the best time to do it. We're not going to give you that boatload of money that you want. We're not going to go out and get these receivers that you want. This is it. This is the end of the line. If if Belichick had his way, Brady would have been gone a couple of years ago, and you know that's true. He didn't want him there. He still wanted Garoppolo but to be taking a step. He was afraid to put Garoppolo over Brady and say, see you later, Brady. We'll get whatever we can get out of you. Belichick is different than the Patriots because at the, at the end of the day, Belichick is going to coach how he's going to coach. Yeah, I, I 100% yeah, but, believe yeah, that. Yeah, but you forget he makes the moves for personnel. Right, but, but, he but signs, Belichick he always moves on before they decline. 
always does it. He's okay. 100%. Yeah, but you can't, you can't help but think that this organization, this team, isn't looking at the past five years and saying, you know what? Maybe Tom Brady is a system quarterback. No, it's Maybe Tom Brady isn't the person that he used to be, and we should just cut this off right now because we can move on and still be successful with Belichick as our head coach. No, That's what after, they're thinking no, right after, now. Everything Brady, after everything Brady has done, take pay cuts. Like, what other superstar of Brady's stature takes pay cuts? What other superstar? To make sure that, that you know, the Pats don't have to spend as much I money. What other superstar you know what wide but receiver why make has he had? Hold on. Time out. Wait. Just, uh, wait. Wait. Time out. <laughs> why the hell do you think they were able to make the Super Bowl every single freaking year? Is because Brady was taking pay cuts. And you know what? Maybe the Brady pay cuts weren't talking into wide receivers. Maybe the Brady pay cuts weren't talking into, like, uh, you know, sexy weapons for the quarterback, but they were being put towards the team to make the team the best team in the NFL. All right, so let me ask you this. Where were the negotiations from the moment they got knocked out of the playoffs until yesterday? I'm telling you. I'm telling you this. No, answer that. Where were the negotiations? Yeah, I think the negotiations probably started to happen, but then once they realized, like, oh, you really want to get paid this time? I don't think it's. I don't think it's money. I don't think it's money related. I don't. I, do, I really. I, I really do. don't. I really don't. Wait, it's two because things. It's money and Mahomes. It's no, money it's and not, Mahomes. It's not Mahomes. It's money and it's Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes it didn't is, go through. It is. Mahomes didn't go through the pass, bro. Don't Mahomes matter. didn't have to go through the pass this time. No one's gonna beat that dude in the UFC, man. I think they realize like we're, no. Brady's not getting any no. younger. No. The only way we're gonna get through Mahomes is if we we revamp our shit. No. With Tom Brady, in my in my opinion, with Tom Brady, it's about the respect factor it's about do you guys really want me here after i've told you for years i want to play till i'm at least 45 okay we're not talking about forget his age for a second though because he's not your average you know 40 year old he's a couple seasons removed from a from a league mvp won a super bowl went to three straight super bowls in his fucking 40s yeah he's no he's no brett Favre. he's you know what i'm saying like it's not, it's not brett, it wasn't like when brett Favre's time his time was done i don't care about the one good year he had in, in minnesota he refused to fucking leave. But but that's if, not that's not that's not him. He's still a top ten quarterback in this league. But if you set the precedent, if you set the precedent and you say, I'm gonna take a pay cut to stay here, I wanna stay here to win, I wanna win, I wanna win, I wanna win. Wait, 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 hold on. I wanna win. And then all of a sudden, last year you go, Hey, I'm gonna play here this year, but this is the last year of my dear deal. I'm gonna sign a one year deal. And you can't franchise me next year. And you can't trade me. And you can't do anything to benefit from me. And I'm not taking a pay cut next year. And then they go, okay, we're going to go out and get you uh, Antonio Brown. We're going to go out and make this thing happen because this is what you want, Tom. And then when that shit backfired, I, I, I bet you the Patriots just like, listen, Tom, we tried it your way. Like, now you want us to pay you $30 million a year, and when, then we can't have anybody else? Do you want to play with Nikhil Harry? When was it thirty? When was it his way? It was never his way. This was last the first year. Time, last this was year. the first time he actually had the freedom. Yeah, because last year he wanted an extended deal. He didn't want to, he didn't want to you know, year to year. He wanted, he wanted Antonio Brown last year. Okay, so he got Antonio Brown. So then for one game, we, we, we saw that. We, <laughs> we were there. there. It was, we it were was, fucking it was there. It was, it, was, it was amazing. It was poetry. It was amazing. So then why couldn't the Patriots fucking swallow their pride for once in their fucking lives and let the thing play itself out? If he becomes a distraction even more and more, fine. Because I, I, do, I do agree to a certain extent. He felt like he was untouchable. I'm, I'm talking about Antonio Brown. Okay? Yep. 
But there's a reason why Tom Brady still has kept in contact with this guy from the moment he arrived in New England He's to like, begin hey, with. Now I'm going to get you for like $1.5 million, and you're going to come on the team and fucking score touchdowns. So over. it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of like uh, you decided to kind of trade in a Super Bowl appearance. I'm not even going to say win. Just say, I'm just going to say a Super Bowl appearance because you guys thought, you guys felt uncomfortable with Antonio Brown. That's how I look at it. Edelman wasn't healthy. What other what what other what other guys? They never oh, replaced Gronk. I mean, never, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. They never replaced Gronk. Yeah. Did you see Tom after every fucking game, whether they won or lost? He looked miserable. He looked fucking miserable. They were twelve and four. They started season nine and zero, I believe. Ten and zero. That team was never gonna win though. Last year. Okay, think, but I why think, do you think? Why do you think that though? Why do I think that? Because I I, I there's, there's like, a right answer here. No, there's not. I think there's a lot of right answers. I think that injuries and also the fact that. I think Sony Michelle had a big part to play in it. I think Sony Michelle they were banking on Sony Michelle being able to Yeah, that was that was a to, big yeah. to take them uh to do what he did last postseason and he failed miserably. Okay. What about uh, what about when what the about weapons though? I don't want to hear about the weapons because here's okay. my thing. All right. Here's my thing about the weapons. Did you think, if did you think you Sanu know, was wait, gonna make wait. a difference? No. Exactly. Sanu was like the worst trade of all time. Well <laughs> that's what I'm saying though. No. Like you can't- Emmanuel Sanders went for a third round pick and you got Sanu for a second round pick. That's a horrible trade. Like the moment they got Antonio Brown, what what was what was the narrative? No, they got they got way too many weapons now. And don't tell me about Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon can't make you know like what? So then, so my so man. So then, why not keep Brown? If you're Again. telling if you're telling me if you're telling me, the Patriots. Well, I couldn't didn't believe they cut Brown and then they traded um Thomas. Yes, you trade Thomas. I'm just like, wait a minute. That's your backup. For if this Brown thing, but here, listen, shits the bed. Like if it, he did it, runs they, into trouble, you have Thomas. They did it for Tom Brady. They said, you know what? We're gonna get you. Tom, we're gonna get you Antonio Brown. Thomas was before. We also got Josh Antonio Gordon. Brown, we also got your security blanket in in Julian Edelman. No, Thomas was Guess before, what? but they let him go halfway after, through like, the year. Right you're before, gonna get right after Harry. Brown, and then when Brown messed up, this when all that happened. But yeah, I'm just ahead. saying they they did a lot of things to get Tom weapons, and it didn't work out. And I think that's why. Belichick probably realized this is why I don't load up on weapons. When was the last time that Bill Belichick actually paid for a wide receiver? Never, Moss. because they traded. They traded for Moss. Moss was on a like a, was he was like, like a fifth round pick. But but Moss Moss wanted an extension, which he never got because of why? Because he opened his mouth. If he had kept his mouth shut, who knows? But, Deion Branch, David Givens. Okay. They Those all were, came. Were they, were they on like and they big ass left. contracts? No, they all left because they the weren't going to spend money on the wide receiver position. Yeah, but then what but, happened though? But that's just they it weren't, They're not Hall of Fame receivers, but Tom Brady made them look like they were damn near Like Moss is the only Moss is the only superstar that Brady's ever Gronk. had. Gronk. Well, receiver. Okay, whatever. Gronk. <laughs> all right. Okay, Hernandez, two. Hernandez. Two. <laughs> Who? Aaron Hernandez. He was you know he was a superstar. Fuck, okay, I gotta he was tell a superstar. You, I gotta yeah. tell you how stupid people are. Somebody asked me today. Were you? Uh, I was telling them how bad of a day I had on my on my meeting at work. You know, St. Patrick's Day. That's my shit, man. I love St. Patrick's Day. Couldn't even go to a bar on St. Patrick's fucking day. You really do, man. You love no. that. I love St. Patrick's Day. Never stopped you in the past, but go ahead. The bars are fucking closed. Yeah, but it didn't stop you from drinking. That's that's what you're all saying. Then, <laughs> Tom Brady leaves on St. Patrick's Day? Devastated. Absolutely devastated. That's just the way the NFL and then today, happened to land. Today, somebody had the audacity from fucking Tennessee to be like, 
Hey, Sean. What were you more upset about? Tom Brady or Aaron Hernandez? And I was like, fuck you. That's not even a fucking question. The fuck? They're like, whoa. Pretty upset about it, huh? You're like, Tom Brady. No, no, definitely (laughs) Tom Brady. Are you kidding me? Aaron Hernandez was a fucking piece of shit. He fucking murdered people. (laughs) He took lives. Fuck him. Allegedly. When when Aaron Hernandez left, the only worry was Tom Brady doesn't have another weapon. All right, let's uh, let's look on the bright side. All right, we got a handful of memories. Sean, you start. Your favorite Tom Brady memory? There's so many of them. I don't know. Which I don't, one know, how, I don't know how we go to like favorite memories after he just blamed Tom Brady for for leaving. No, I think Tom Brady left because he wants to do what's best. What I think for him, I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming him for my disappointment and sadness. Well, and I, mean, I the- think it's on Brady. I think Brady made the decision. To leave because he didn't want to continue the way he did business with the Patriots before. That's what I'm trying to get at. I just think the Patriots are not they're not looking to win another Super Bowl. So no, why they is it are trying to win another years? Super Bowl. Bro, everybody's signing elsewhere that's on this roster. Have you not been watching? Did you not see Matthew Slater resign? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. Come on, favorite memory, and then we can look ahead. Oh right. god. I'm gonna tell you my favorite this memory. This is this is our looking ahead. We'll look ahead right. to the to the upcoming Patriots season. My favorite Tom Brady memory. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to be Joel here. Actually, I'm going to give you five. <laughs> That's Joel right there. Yeah. No. <laughs> Fuck you both. Number one, it was 2001. And that time in my life, I was very big into listening to sports radio. Okay. Like, that was my big thing, the big show, bro. I would listen to the big show all the fucking time. Dale and Holly right before the big show. They always, I listen, every single day, oh, I know summer of, vacation, yeah, going yeah. into fucking WEI, going into school year. I would listen to them all the time. And I remember them shitting on Drew Bledsoe. Everybody at that point was like, Drew Bledsoe can't play. He's washed up. It's two thousand. Last time he made it to the Super Bowl was 1996. It's been downhill since then. He can't move in the pocket. Blah, 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 blah. And then when that shit happened with Mo Lewis, I remember that vividly happening. And I was all for Michael Bishop coming in and taking over the fucking the starter role. And I was like, why the fuck isn't Michael Bishop in the fucking game? <laughs> Tom Brady walks in. You're like, who's this dude? And I was like, who the fuck's Tom Brady? But then, like, I remember that I think it was a Cincinnati game, which was the next game after the Jets game. And the Pats were one and three. Because they lost that Jets game. They turned one and three. And then I, my dad came to me. He goes, what do you think about this Tom Brady guy? And I was like, I don't know. And then we both watched that game together. And we both looked at each other after that game. And we go, yo, Tom Brady's pretty fucking good. <laughs> like, uh, we, we, we won the game against Cincinnati. And uh, maybe we even not. No, we definitely won that game against Cincinnati. But I remember talking to him. And we were like, we may got something here. And obviously, we go on to win the Super Bowl that year. And that Super Bowl run was amazing, bro. Like, that was the first time in my life that we ever won shit. Right. Like, that was like, that was like, that parade, I, I watched so much sports. Yo, I saw boobies at that parade. <laughs> yeah. My dad was so uncomfortable. I took my first shot at that parade. It's crazy. High school kids. Um, my, other, my, other, my other memory, which is never going to go down as a bad memory for me. But Brady DeMoss, that year, Brady DeMoss. 50 touchdowns. Jesus Christ. You're putting that up there? 
I mean, I mean, I'm with you in the sense that like every Sunday was like an episode. I'm it, not. It was gonna, like it was I'm like the greatest say, show ever. Every Sunday. I'm not gonna say that it didn't end badly, but like that year of Brady to Moss, like just pure. That went unappreciated just because it didn't win that year. Pure. Every weekend, I would watch and just be like, "Your Brady's going for four touchdowns." Then he would go for six. I was like, "Damn!" Like this is something. <laughs> like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. Obviously, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying this because I know a lot of other people's memories are going to be the Super Bowls. Obviously, twenty-eight to three, bro. Fuck, Jesus Christ, man. That was amazing. <laughs> that's my. You know, he's going to shit on all of us. That's, no, that's that's take, my take, favorite. Take all man. of our things. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just trying to pick the things that I know. I want to. I want to think of the deep cuts of Brady. You right. know what I mean? No, I got you. Um, another deep cut of Brady that I'm gonna say. What about the Ravens game? The, the, AFC that was, Championship. That was, more, that was more Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola, though. Yeah, but man, that was a f- slugfest, man. It was just pure offense. It was like 120 points. Well, of weren't f- you there? Score? No, I was. I was at EEI. I was at players during the game, and then we did the post game show. It was one of the most fun I've ever had as a producer, man. Which playoff game that you went to that it was so fucking cold? Oh, that was the Tebow game. Oh, that okay, was okay, uh, okay, against okay, the Broncos. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's when uh, Tom had four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah, no, you sent it was me a, a blowout. We, you sent me a we picture. left by the third quarter because I was freezing. Yeah, was, you sent I me was, a picture of your beer, and you were like, "I just got this two minutes ago." I was it numb. Was slush. Yeah, <laughs> slush beer. I'll never forget it. I went to the bathroom. Left my beer alone for about 12 minutes, come back, it was a full slush. It's how cold it was. I've never been so cold in my life. Actually, that's a lie, but I was pretty cold. And that was easily one of the most, like, wow, I'm at a Patriots playoff game for the first time. It's a blowout. Tom's doing historic things. Like I was like, man, wh- when is this dude going to start slowing down? And this is before I had any idea that... He's got two more championships waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, three more Super maybe one more championship, <laughs> maybe two or three more years. No, no, no. He gave me seven more. Yeah. Two more championships. You know what's some of the deep It was insane. Crazy. I still remember. Like, this is just straight off the cuff right now. But I remember in Miami, it must have been that 2001 season. It must have been that 2001 season. We went into overtime in Miami, and Brady throws a fucking bomb to Troy Brown to win the motherfucking game. Mm. That shit, like, damn. Like, that that's the shit of my yeah, man. man. It's, it's fucking two decades of memories, whoa, man. Whoa, 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 yo, whoa, just whoa. The, yo, and, the, and there's so many different we went, eras of we players, to, you know? When we went to Miami, them. yo, just a few months ago, and you're just like, this is what the future's gonna look like, at least right. in my mind, right. for this season right here. These two just... It's it's like Randy it's like Randy Moss all over again. Yeah, right. it was it was Randy Moss all over again. Even though it was just one Brown, fucking yeah. game. Yo, even he's going to Tampa Bay. You know that, right? You know what else? Of course he is. Remember yeah. that? Remember that, that was part of the deal. Yeah, he's going to Tampa Bay. Remember the um, that was in, that was written in the contract. Yeah, Bruce Arians is like, yo, I'll suck your dick. I don't care. <laughs> You're coming to my team. <laughs> all right, we're going all in for this for this you season. A, do you want a rim job? <laughs> I'll do that too. Fucking just. <laughs> Whatever, Tom. Thirty million dollars and a rim job. How about that? Uh, no, but do you remember? <laughs> do you remember that uh, Saints game? Kembrell Tompkins, that perfect fucking pass at the end oh, of the game shit. to win it in New Orleans, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Kembrell fucking Tompkins. 
caught that shit because Brady put that shit on a fucking yeah, platter. I forgot about that on dude. On a fucking you know, platter. You know why I love that game so much? Because I, I was eyeing that dude in the preseason, one of the preseason games that I went to, and I was like, this guy's going to be a beast. And then when that play happened, that was my whole thing to everybody. Yo, I told you he was going to be nasty. Yeah, you Tompkins, talk about, baby. You want to talk about fucking weapons, bro? Brady's never had weapons, and he's always won. And, like, that's my biggest thing. It's like, yo, uh, we made it to the AFC Championship game with Rache Caldwell and Doug Gabriel as our number one and number two get wide receivers in 06. Uh, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's crazy. But, like, but at the end of the day, I get it that Brady wants to leave and go play with weapons. But, no, but, but like, at the end of the day, like, that's why the Brady pa- the pass but, is supposed to give him that that, but wait, that courtesy, bro. No, 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 Come no, on, no, bro. Like you're gonna go this out on top. Thing. You want to go out on top? We're gonna help you go out on top because you're still a top ten quarterback in this league. Okay, before the Chiefs, and not even the Chiefs, weapons on offense do not win championships. But we're not talking about like three or four guys. One guy. Like if you're if you're injury if your roster was injury. You know, prone all last season. Why get rid of Antonio Brown? I'll tell you why. Because Kraft, as senile as he is, because he's been fucking senile ever since the the flake gate. You know, he just thinks like I'm just gonna just sweep it under the rug and make it go away. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll take the four game you know, suspension. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm throwing, I'm basically throwing my quarterback under the bus because he's been saying no. I didn't do shit with the balls, but you know what? I want this to go away. So yeah, we'll just take the four game suspension. We'll take the fine. We'll have fucking you know Brady just you know make him look like shit. It's okay. He's my son, right? And then what happened after that? And then he got a, you know, he got his rub and tug. He got in trouble for his little rub and tug down in Florida. And he's like, guys, guys, that didn't happen. Listen, 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 listen. People don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But listen, listen, Kraft is like, you know, no, no, that that never happened, guys. And then then AB talking down to a female. Oh, no, this is going to bring attention to me and my rub and Mm -hmm. tug. AB's got to go. He's got to go. If I don't let him go, everyone's going to say, oh, Kraft, you're a freak. Oh, you you, you condone this kind of behavior because look what you're doing behind closed doors. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Everyone, 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 everyone that loves Kraft and Kraft and Bill and Bill Belichick, they can do no wrong. So they can Joel, do no wrong. So let's Joel, shit on Tom Brady today. Joel, what's your favorite Brady moment, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say the <laughs> I'm gonna say the first parade because that was the only time that they actually let the players get off the boats. Oh, that's the rally. That's the rally. But because they, but bring because they weren't expecting no, they, 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 you they, know they why? To bring back they the were rally. only expecting like maybe like like a hundred thousand people. There One was two million, million people, two million, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but because that was the first Boston championship in like almost twenty years. I get it. But but mind you, but mind you, the city is a little more used to championships I, happening. I, I get it. But so like, bring it back. Bring no. the rally back. Everyone but needs to rally at City Hall. You can't though, because the new generation keeps fucking it up. I, I thought you were gonna so say because the coronavirus. No, because you keep you know that too. Like. Like there was, a, you know how cold it was that day. Do you oh, remember man. how cold it fucking was that day? Nineteen degrees, bro. I was a and senior. It felt I was a senior in high school. Obviously, we skipped school to go down there. The only time you it saw, was a half day, but okay. The only time you saw fucking Tom Brady <laughs> dancing on a stage that year, you never saw it again because they never let them off the duck boats. I just all I remember is hearing Nelly number one. Yes, and all you hear was. <laughs> Down, 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 down. I couldn't hear shit. Bro, like literally, bro, there, they were people, replaying the game. We were, in, we were trapped in Park Street, like the actual oh, train station. From everything good. Yo, it literally took us like forty-five minutes just to get out of the station. Yo, I'm not exaggerating. There was the stairwell was completely crowded with people. 
The platform was crowded. Literally, little by little, we're getting out. It took us about 45 minutes just to get from stepping out of the train, off the platform, up the steps, to the actual street where it was happening, which was literally like, like probably like a 10-minute walk. Once you knew the route. It took us like an hour and a half to get there. And you knew like where the final, where they were going to stop and get off and talk to the people, you know, and, and just rally up the crowd after the Super Bowl win. Me and my me and my friends are like, it's a no brainer. We're going to fucking government center and we're gonna we're gonna chill there. So we're waiting waiting for the parade to end. They stopped going to government center by the time I try to get there. But yeah, okay, go ahead. yeah, but you had to get off the park. Okay, but I, we were able to get to government center, and every time they were repeating the game on these like these big screens. Every time the Pats scored, people were going nuts. <laughs> like it just girls happened. just you know yeah. whipping out their tits. Fucking Yo, the people, people, people all the offices around there were throwing things from the fucking from the offices, bees and shit. Like it was fucking Bourbon Street, bro. Yo, it Yo. was the biggest party I've ever been to. All it took was Ty Law to show his face, titties everywhere. Yo, we made a. <laughs> no, who's, made the, a, who's the other one that girls liked so much? Um, Lori Malloy. Lori Malloy. Yo, yes. we made a we made a poster. Just lost it. We made a poster. You know, God rest his soul. Of where's Terry? Because Terry Glenn was part of that roster. Terry Glenn died. He did. He passed away. What? Like, last year or two years ago. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, yeah. he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, when you said God rest his soul, I was like, who are you about to say right now? You're like, Aaron Hernandez. I was like, bro, Hernandez was like five when this happened. Yeah, died November 20th, 2017. Damn, that was Brady's first touchdown pass, bro. Yeah. So we made a poster because he had gotten caught that year with selling ecstasy. Oh, yeah. So then we did it. He had he wore oh, number 88, and I, and I colored like half of the eights look like E. So it was like, where's Terry. With the E instead of the 88. Were you taunting? I mean, <laughs> I was 18 years old, bro. I'm not even. I was like, I was, it was, I was 17. Yo, were you, were you bringing up a uh, tough time in his life? No. At that moment? It was it was more like, you know, this, the team still won without him type of deal. All right. Last question I got before we uh, keep things moving here. Um, and obviously the 28 to 20 to 3 was great, too. Who has more pressure on their shoulders, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Sean. Right now? Heading into the new season. Bill Belichick got no pressure. He's got no pressure? What about the whole this team's Tom's gonna, a system quarterback? No? This team's gonna Isn't be, this going to kind of prove that, depending on who he... Yo, no, no, Tom Brady got no who, pressure who, either because he snaps? went to fucking Tampa Bay, man. Yeah, both, both have no pressure, but yeah, I but think this season's going to prove... No, though. but this season's going to prove that Belichick is who he is because of Tom. Right, there's still no pressure on Tom. So then, on Bill, so then, in, in my opinion, in ask. my opinion, then the Tom is Tom Brady. Tom Brady has more pressure. What's the what's the record? Maybe. What's the record that Bill Belichick has with a rookie quarterback? Let's say that Stidham. What record would he have if he makes the playoffs this year? Are you going to say that uh, Belichick was only successful because of Brady? They go if nine they make, and seven. If they make the play, if they go nine and seven, they and make, the make the playoffs and get knocked out in the first round. No, he's just saying based on that, on that, and and you're saying with that with that rookie quarterback. Well, to answer the question, who has the most? I don't think either one has pressure on, on him, but I still think at the end of the day, Belichick is who he is because of Brady. Now, if the so pass, Brady needs the to pass, make the playoffs. If the past make the if the past make the playoffs, it doesn't mean anything to me. Brady needs to make the playoffs. I I think that that's a that's a certainty. Because yeah, well, definitely at, because that's been the narrative that he, he went have for the weapons, but he, he finally has weapons. weapons. He's got three really good weapons. Okay, but what the, look at the division though. Look at the look at the division that they're both in. Which is why they should both be successful. But I think if one of them is more successful than the other, no, they both they, then they both one has a lot more successful. To brag about. But I think I think at the end of the day, Brady should should not lose more than four games this year. 
with that schedule and with those weapons, if he is Brady still is. Yeah, but see, if he's a $30 million quarterback yeah, as Brady is. See, you just answered my question because if, if you said that about Belichick, then it'd be different, but you're not saying that. Like, you can't say that no, about I'm Belichick. Saying, but, but, what but, about, but what are they going to say about Belichick? Just like what Sean is saying right now. Like, if, if Belichick doesn't make the playoffs, they're going to say, oh, well, what did you expect? You know, no, Belichick needs to make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think he has to have still, a great regular gonna, season. He's still going to have a pass. That's but I think, no, I think he needs to make the playoffs. He's still going to I think the, if, if, Belichick, if Belichick doesn't make the playoffs, then he's got one more season before they realize. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If Belichick doesn't make the playoffs, and Brady does make the playoffs and makes a deep playoff run, Super Bowl run, whatever the case happens, Kraft's going to be looking at Belichick and says, you got one more year, bro. I think that's really going to happen. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, hey, we're never going to fire you, but you're going to resign after this year, whatever the case is, because you fucking gave Brady up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if if Brady doesn't succeed, it's oh, okay. Or not you gave Brady up. You know you what? Let, you he let was Brady a system go. quarterback. You agreed you're with right. Brady to let him go. You didn't try to right. fight for him to stay, back, stay here. Kraft is still going to – he's still going to be like, oh, well – wasn't on me. Yeah, it was on you, bro. You're the owner of the fucking squad. Here's my here's the and you thing. have how much and how much are the, the 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 Patriots worth? You see someone like you see look at the team like the New York Knicks. They're always the highest one of the highest uh, you know grossing teams every fucking year. Yeah, don't fucking, but guess what? Don't Nobody wants to go play care. there. No one wants to go play there. The difference is with the pads. The pads don't want to pads don't want to pay. They don't. They can, but what they just don't want to pay. They pay Whether, Stephon Gilmore. They didn't pay fucking Randy Moss. They pay Gilmore. This episode of the Cosby Street Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. So we all know how VPN protects privacy and security online, right? But what I didn't know until recently, it's taking my TV watching games to the next level because you can now use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and TV shows from your favorite streaming services like Netflix and Hulu, all that stuff. Because of ExpressVPN, you now get the opportunity to get that stuff and of course to get it for free. If you are listening to this episode of the Cosby Street Podcast, head over to expressvpn.com slash street where you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for for free. You know they got that Peaky Blinders on that shit, bro? Absolutely, Sean. Oh. So if you haven't seen the series already, and you have plenty of time to kill, this is a great opportunity for you to come up. One of the things is that I can't stream heavyweights for free in the United States. Can I stream it on ExpressVPN? You can, Sean, because you could choose from almost a hundred different countries because of ExpressVPN. And right now, just for listening to Causeway Street, head over to expressvpn.com slash street and get yourself signed up. That's expressvpn.com slash street. Let's get back to the Causeway Street podcast. All right. Let's uh take a trip around the NBA. Guys, how do we do talking about football? You missed it. How do we do talking about football? Let's see if we got some updates. Let's see what Joel has in store for us, Joel. What did we miss? Kyrie's got the fucking virus, bitch! In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Yo, another great Brady moment. When he juked the fuck out of Earl Acker on that play. Yo, one of the things I want to make very clear before we get into in case you missed it. One of the things I want to make very clear is I love Tom Brady. Okay. I'm not saying that I hate Tom Brady for his decision. But you're mad at him, though. Uh, it's, that, that's no, what it sounds like. No, it's like, it's a breakup. It's a breakup type thing, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big breakup. Like, sometimes when you break up with a girl that you've been with for 20 years, you're probably going to have a little spite, right? The fact that it didn't work out and they couldn't fucking figure it out to work it out. That's where I am. That's where I am right now. So all this shit that I've been spewing, that that's where it's coming from. I didn't want to lose Brady. Brady was my boy. I love Tom Brady, man. But did you kind of see it coming, though? Because I, I did. No, I didn't. 
I didn't. I, I you were one hundred percent confident that he was going to come back. Yo, I, 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 I was too. I was. I was, like, nah, I was gonna stay. I'm like the, the Patriots can't be that. They dumb. ain't going to let him go. Yeah. And then you know what I was like Brady's gonna really? Brady's gonna Brady's gonna like accept what we have and be like yo at the end of the day this still is the best chance for me to win the Super Bowl is with the Patriots is with Bill is with with whatever the fucking happens like whatever the every year they come in they got questions what's the offensive and then line they just figure it it's out. the defense yeah, it's the true. running game it's yeah. the wide receivers and they figure that shit out last year was the first year they didn't figure it out and that's why I'm a little bit pissed that Barry, right. Brady said you know what I'm I'm I'm, I'm sort of out so that's why I'm a little pissed that's why I'm a little pissed here's my rebuttal real quick. When Pierce was the only all-star for how many years? All right, you can put Antoine in there, but like like a, a superstar until that worst season in like, in like franchise history, right? Pierce was out for half the season. They won like an 18-game losing streak. Danny Ainge knew, not only is my fucking job on the line, but I could possibly have to trade Pierce because it's not fair to him. That we can't get winning pieces here around him. And what do they do? Fucking got a former league MVP, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and in the first season, murder it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's a major difference. The major difference is. But that was just one guy. But the major difference is the fact well, that it's, two guys, it's, it's different in the NBA, first off. Okay. First off. And second off. The way Belichick was running the team for 20 fucking years with Brady on the team. I get it. It worked, and it won them six championships. Okay. So, like, I'm just saying, like, you can't look at other situations and be like, well, they got this guy, they got this guy. Like, don't. They had a system that was working. I know, and it doesn't work is, every single fucking year. It worked for the past four Bel- years but, straight. Yeah, but Belichick was just ready to move on, man. Yeah. That's the thing. I think at the end yeah. of the day, when two people have the force to have that kind of relationship, right, where you're successful – you know, six championships, like you say, right? Six Super Bowl championships, 20 years of dominance, nine you know, being relevant, yeah. nine appearances, all that, right? It gets to a point where you're like, you know what? We succeeded. We did it. Six championships. You know what? I'm ready to move on. And maybe Tom Brady felt the same way. Maybe he didn't. But maybe it was a sense of, you know what? This is a good time for us to part ways. We did it. We had our decade. Or we had our era, excuse me. We had our two decades of, of, of run. And I'm ready to go our separate ways because... You're at a certain age. I'm ready to go a different way. And you know what? I'm just tired of working with you. I think that that's at the end of the day. You don't think that happened no, between that's those definitely, two? That's between definitely, Brady and Belichick. But I'll also I'll also relate it to this: the '99 NBA lockout. Right? The Bulls just came off their third, their second threepeat. The players have an idea that this might be the end, but the Bulls had no intentions of bringing back Michael but Jordan. Jordan didn't go play for the Hawks, Scottie bro. Pippen, no, but he went to go play for the Wizards. And three years later, he retired. <laughs> because, because he didn't retire how he wanted to retire. He still was at the top of his game. He still was the best player in the league yeah, at but that that's time. A, that's the thing about and Jordan. And he was in his mid-30s. So, so Jordan is the most comparable person, but Jordan was a different cat, though. Because at the end of the day, like Brady was like, I'm going to play until forever. And Jordan was like, uh, I'm in my prime. I'm gonna go play baseball. Like it was a different. No, he, he got. Well, you know, you know, you yeah. know why I went to go play baseball. The gambling. Thing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. From one gambler to another. I understand <laughs> it, but I mean, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> at the end of the day, though, at Joel, the end of the day, it happens. At the end of the day, though, like, hey, that, you know what? You know what? Though, you, you put the deflate gate shit in there. It's the competitive nature. Put no. the shit um, in there, right? Put the deflate gate shit in there. Compared to that same shit, okay, like, so they be, still came back and they one hundred percent supported Brady, and they did like, it though. No, they, they took the did. they took the punishment. They didn't appeal it. They were like, oh. 
Oh, it's the four games. They fought that I shit got, harder got, than than any other ownership would fight that shit. They should have kept fighting until they won it because they would have won it. That's for your boy. You're backing up your boy. Yeah, but the same reason why Cristiano Ronaldo was in Juventus because Real Madrid didn't want to pay for his fine. But at the end of the day, don't tax you think, evasion. That's don't not you having that's that having point, your franchise's players at back. that point in Brady's career. Don't you think that that conversation probably did happen when they were like, Tom, listen, this is this is bigger than we ever thought it would be. So then that's so why. like so like. Do you want us to keep fighting? And he was probably like, yeah. And they did keep fighting. And then they probably came back again. They were like, yo, Tom, we're getting close to training camp. Like, this is going to be a distraction. Belichick hates distractions. Like, I don't know. Maybe I think I think at that point, Tom was probably just like, all right, you know what? Don't stop fighting it. But I'm not going to hold hold you accountable to fight for me anymore. Because at that point, they already got. Well, it's like that's just—I don't know. It's just like I feel like that in the last few years, it's just a. Uh, but they uh, did I'm, fight I'm that shit. An X on they certain things that, that Brady was just finally like. Brady was just like, Yo, you know, I'm asking them for bro, one thing. Bro, they fought that Deflate Gate for like four different that, courts. Okay, but regardless, in the, in the end result, I'm saying after that, and then it was the Alex Guerrero. You're not allowed, you know, around the team anymore. Bill Belichick doesn't like it. Instead of but Bill's not going to him directly about it. It's like reported and shit. So that means he's having conversations with other people. Go to go to Tom and like, yo, I know you've been here for X amount of years. We've won championships, but I don't want this dude around. I know he's part of your brand. And, you know, I know in the past he hasn't been, but now he's becoming a distraction because I keep getting asked about him. Can you do me the favor like a man? And you know what I'm saying? But he didn't do that. It was reports. So you guys are all saying this is the Patriots more than Brady. I, I, I'm going to say so because it's like, look, he knew his plan. His plan was I'm going to play until I'm 45. Like, my lifestyle permits me to play until I'm at least 45. I feel good. I still want to win as many championships as I can. I get it. He's won six, but he was probably like, I want that next one. I want that. And the Pats, to a certain extent, were like, we're down for you, bro. But at some point after 20 years, it's like, now you want to make, maybe in their mind, oh, now you want to make demands. Oh, now you want to do, you've always been down with the program. But I think in the end, you should have just gave him that that one last thing, that one last thing. Just to look at the look at the, look at. I mean, I can name a bunch of examples, but look at the Sox with Pedroia. Why hasn't why didn't they just just cut ties with Pedroia and just call it a day? Because Pedroia has put in put in the years. So they're like, you know, whether you're playing or not, you're still gonna get your money. We're not gonna just throw you to the wind. That, I don't know. It's just I know Pedroia hasn't, hasn't put in twenty years, but you know that's. He's the longest tenured fucking Red Sox for God's sake. Glad you brought up the Red Sox because here's the biggest thing that I know about 2020 is that the fact that Chris Sale's fucking contract is like (laughs) the number five or six worst thing to happen in 2020 for Boston sports. It used to be top three. Used to be number one. Was number one. <laughs> yeah, it was number one. It was number one by a mile. Coming into December, they were like, yeah. "Yo, that's the worst thing of all time." Yeah, that's true. Then they trade Mookie. Then <laughs> they fucking Pats lose. Then they lose Brady. Then the fucking season's canceled. And fucking whatever. Oh, my God. Chris Sale's like, <laughs> oh my God. Chris Sale's like, yo, who the fuck cares about Chris Cora, Sale's Cora, contract? We got, we got Cora. Cora, the cheating <laughs> Santa. Yeah, thank you. They're not even. He's top five, maybe top five. It's one of the worst contracts ever signed of all time in Boston sports. And it's number five slash six. I haven't even brought Kobe up yet. And that affects all sports, not just. Oh, I thought you were just talking Boston. Yeah, but no, but don't that, that, affected, that affected Boston. Yeah, no, no, no. That I know, but Boston? I thought you were saying. I got you. Like the, yeah, the, the strictly, strictly Boston. Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No matter. Chris Sale's contract is the worst contract ever signed in major Boston sports history, and it's number 
five to six on the list. Worse than Kyle Crawford? 1,000% worse than Kyle Crawford. Wow. Bro, we haven't even seen Chris Sale on this contract yet. That's what I'm saying, but it's still like, it's to be determined. It's no, like, it's to be fucking jizzed on. That's what it's to be. <laughs> Jeez. The worst contract of all time. It's just weird. It hasn't started yet. All right, let's get into duels in case you missed it. We just... <laughs> I get it. I love you, Tom. It's Tom Brady. I love you, Tom. I get it. I miss you. I'm going to buy that Brady episode. jersey in Tampa Bay. I'm just gonna well, in case you missed it, Tom it? Brady went to Kraft's house and told him, suck my dick. I'm out. going to tear my pockets. <laughs> just kidding. He didn't do that. He sounds like a bag of dicks. Hey, remember, remember, remember the, hey, I, was, I was thinking, no, TB12 TB. Yeah, that's going to be a field day down TB12 TB. If they don't know how to market that, then they fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Now, in case you missed it, Kevin Durant is among four Nets players to test positive for the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19. Covidian Bank. <laughs> Though the Nets haven't named the, uh, the four players, Durant confirmed to The Athletic that he indeed tested positive and uh, sent out a message saying, everyone be careful, take care of yourself in quarantine. We're going to get through this. Yo, Kyrie definitely positive. And he's so stupid. He won't even fucking. He's probably like, no, man, I don't believe. He probably hasn't even got tested. <laughs> he be like, I don't believe in the modern medicine, man. No, see, go no, the, Nets, my... the, Nets, the Nets got tested. No, well, no, I, I thought you were going to say he doesn't want his name to be announced. Like, Yo, he's Kyrie's he's one of the Nets players that they haven't, Ky- haven't like, announced yet. I'm not going to change my life bottle, though. Vibe, no, no, well, okay? Durant went, came out and told everyone, yeah, that's. I got. But. The other players have decided not to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I thought Sean was going to say Kyrie's definitely one of them. Yeah, it's like the whole. No, Kyrie's wait, definitely wait, one of them. They wait, probably Rudy. went to a. Wait, oh, okay. I don't, I don't know what has to cut do that with out. that. Cut, but that out. <laughs> cut that out. Same thing with the Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. The Nets, I mean, the Jazz never said who the players were. They were the ones that said, yeah, we're Yo, confirming Gobert that. Gobert still needs to be us. suspended. He needs to be suspended for a fucking oh. year after they come back. Well, the NBA said they're not going to do that, or the Jazz. They should. So, yeah, so, you know, uh, how did the Nets know about these positive tests? Well, they paid out of pocket to a private company to come in and test for the coronavirus. Uh, So those four guys, including Durant, are all in isolation and getting treatment by the uh, medical staff. And obviously the Nets sent out their uh, their press release. One player that tested positive. Scored 51 points against the Celtics? No, no. Karis LeVert. We don't know that. We don't know. We don't know. Don't, don't. No fake news here. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. One of the players were experiencing. Is there any chance that Jared Allen doesn't have the coronavirus right now? I don't know, bro. That dude looks like he is a walking coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I don't shower. I just, I just, you know, I just went with the earth, man. Sorry. Jared Allen has it. Jared Allen has it. I'll put money on that shit. Well, the reason why they uh, paid out of pocket for these tests is because uh, they returned from San Francisco, which they were supposed to play against the Warriors on the 12th, but the NBA canceled all games on the 11th. You know what? So they were in San Francisco. You know what? San Francisco has like the best of, I've heard. Best of what? Gay bars. Okay. Why did I see that one coming? All right. So um, the Lakers, who were the last team to play the Nets, they all paid out of pocket to, to get tested and... Only the players, though. They got that. They got that. Like, yo, yo, what you want to get tested, bro? I got you, bro. They tossed me five thousand dollars per test, man. We got you. They just make him do a pee test. They're like, are you sure you can tell I got coronavirus because I pee? They're like, yeah, we can. Five thousand dollars per player. Well, well, speaking of the uh, real quick, the Nets playing against the you Lakers. All, you all got it. You know who was uh, 
who was hanging out there at these at the uh, the Lakers Nets game? Tom Hanks. No, Tom Hanks was in Australia, bro. Idris Abala. <laughs> no, he wasn't there either. Um, Mick Jagger. No, he wasn't there either. Now Mick Jagger never misses a game, bro. But he wasn't. Well, he's he's not in the story. Was he there though? Maybe. You're right. He might have been there. He's fucking. Dead. He might have been there. He's well, fucking dead. He's Le- eighty years old. LeBron James, who didn't play, yeah, was on the bench hanging out with none other than Drake. And guess who Drake was hanging out with just before the Lakers took on the Nets? Future. Kevin Durant. Hmm. Oh wow! So he I'm connecting the dots now, bro. Hung out with Kevin Durant. I'm connecting hung out with the LeBron dots now. James. And now Kevin Durant has the coronavirus. You do the math. Drake is walking around with that shit. And he has no idea. Or maybe he does. Because oh, got I money. You, I thought you were about to say he tested positive. I thought that was your lead. Well, I don't know. Figure. I'm just saying. No, I'm oh. just. That's, uh, like, yo. Like, it was. This is reported that he was hanging out with both of them. No, dudes. I know. But say I thought you were saying I, about I thought rap you, lines. I thought you were going to say so, that. And now Drake has just tested positive. Oh, yo, no, no. I don't know. He knows because he's been hanging out with Kevin you, Durant. What you were saying about the rap lines earlier. What do you mean? There's going to be mad fire hip-hop lines about coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus punchlines? Yeah, they're coming. So Drake's going to be the first one? Yo, Yo you know what I think we should like, do? Yo, I tested positive. And your girl did too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think we should do? We should do like the best memes. <laughs> the, the best memes that we see uh, about the coronavirus. Because there's a bunch of them that they're, they're, it's pretty funny. You know how it is. She drank yeah. too much Twitter, Twitter, Twitter's so clever that it's been, it's been hilarious the last 10 days or so. What they, what they come up with. Yeah, <laughs> she drank too much Coronas. We was partying. I tested positive, and she's pregnant. With the, the, the virus in there. There's no reference of the coronavirus. With the virus. <laughs> <laughs> I give that rap four thumbs down. If I had an extra pair of hands. No, you don't even know, man. I was just about to spit that fucking. You know nothing. I was about to spit that. I was about to tell you, my mom's spaghetti. All right. All right. What else we missed? Work. We'll keep working on it. Uh, all over my sweatshirt. So Durant, obviously the three Nets players, Rudy Gobert, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, and Christian Woods from Christian the Detroit from the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. Oh yeah, Christian Wood uh, put out thirty seven before are, thirty seven points in his last game with the coronavirus problem. Oh, oh, wait, are and he the, put up thirty seven uh, <laughs> with the coronavirus problem. <laughs> they are the seven known NBA confirmed cases right now. My <laughs> That's the third favorite civil engineer. They're not gonna get it. No, they will. They'll get. They, <laughs> no. They'll get it. They'll yeah. get it. No one ever gets what we say. Right. Hey, you know well, what? You know what yeah, also? the coronavirus. <laughs> you know what? Also, so the seven players that have the coronavirus, and uh, all of yeah. all of them are from Brooklyn. How? That's no, not even remotely a, a majority true. Majority of them are from Brooklyn. Gobert is not from Brooklyn. Four of them are from Brooklyn. Four players. That's what I mean. They're from the Nets. They're not from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, they're from the Nets. They've like they were Brooklyn. traveling in the West Coast. When they caught that. Or they brought it. <laughs> they brought it from the West. Exactly. Bought it from the West. I don't know. I don't believe you. All right. <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to believe me. No, I just think that. Do you think that if Biggie was still alive, would he have the coronavirus? <laughs> Yo, how the fuck do you answer a question wow, like that? How do you answer yeah. that, bro? I don't know. You, I, it's a question. What you would, give me an answer. What would go into 
breaking that down. Do you think he would be? Do you think, probably because he probably you know he would be smoking with his with his boys. Do you think he would be? <laughs> you think he would be <laughs> quarantined? Do you think he would accept quarantine now or no? Do you think he'd be like, yo, I'm just I'm just like he's just yet. not gonna go I'm nowhere. Just gonna, I'm just gonna do my thing. Like, what do you think? He wouldn't be online saying, yo, I'm you know I've been in my house for five days. He's not gonna say that. He wouldn't be like, hey, this well, is Biggie uh, has social media. This is Biggie probably Smalls not from <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> Jay doesn't even have social media. Somebody else runs that shit. What was Diddy's album? What was Diddy's place at that point? Which one? What was what, who did Biggie? What was Diddy's fucking album company? Oh, Bad, Bad Boy. Boy. Bad Boy. Yeah, he's like, he's like this is uh, Biggie Smalls for Bad Boy Records, and you know I'm just very I'm staying home right now. You know? <laughs> quarantine. You should too. I'm in quarantine, and you know baby, baby. it's not a joke. You know you see like Matt Smoke in the background. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's in the hot tub. Bro. He's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like he, tell your friends to tell you to tell friends. your their friends to wash your hands <laughs> to stay away from their friends because <laughs> we all in quarantine right now. All right. Uh, <laughs> in case you missed it. Yo, Biggie is immune to the coronavirus. I'm just going to put that over. The uh, NBA is cla- catches some flack, especially from uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. Oh, Beady Bah. He tweeted out after, bah, the, uh, after the Nets four players have been confirmed with the uh, coronavirus that we wish them a speedy recovery. But with all due respect, an entire NBA team should not get tested for COVID-19 while there are critically ill patients waiting to be tested. Test should not be for the wealthy, but for the sick. That was his tweet. NBA. I mean, well, the Nets actually responded by saying, uh, we paid out of pocket, bro. Like, it's has nothing to do with the NBA. We're trying to protect our players because we knew, you know, they were out there in San Francisco, yada, yada, yada. So pretty much it was like, fuck you, bro. It wasn't had nothing to do with the NBA. It was us. We decided to take that that measure. I don't believe that's a that's a uh, that's what De Blasio was talking about. Yeah, it's like it don't matter where the money comes from. Exactly, like, there's a limited amount of tests in the United States right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. Like that's like he made his point. Right. Like, he was he pretty much like yeah, that's exactly why the wealthy quote unquote shouldn't be able to get these tests over right. the average Joe Schmo. Right, because they are because they're like I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it out of my own money. It's not coming out. It's not coming out of like the state money. Don't fucking matter. They's got more money than the Nets, but they don't. They can't even fucking buy that shit right now. It's true. You know what it's I also? You know what else I want to talk about the uh, Brooklyn Nets, the old Brooklyn Nets situation? What? <laughs> go ahead. Um, Fuck, this is lit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm gonna, I'll be honest right now. <laughs> By the way, after the last podcast, we all just hang, hang around in the studio and just rented fucking black sheep, trying and to figure out what we're gonna do with our lives, and then until about two thirty in the morning, then we just watch black sheep. If you want to feel b- good about yourself, you watch some Black Sheep and just it just make you fucking crack up and remember how funny life is. Yo, but so I tried to after that day I went to work and I was talking to people about like voting and shit. After and you was, said you wouldn't leave was, the house, but I go was ahead. trying to explain to them about Black Sheep, and one of the people that I was talking to was Jamaican, and I was like, "Yo, she just goes in this room with like Rastas, and it's like man, funny they get high, eats all the chicken wings, goes on stage, and it sells kill whitey," and she just goes. Oh, she's a female. Oh, well, this is must be, goes, must be great. Uh, you know, I've never seen that movie. And that's all she had to say. After I went into all that detail. And I was like. She walked away. It was like, yeah, my boss is racist. And I was like, that didn't go the way I expected. <laughs> like, I expected it to go. And her being like, oh, wow. I got to go see that movie. And she was just like, you know, Sean, I've just never seen that movie before. It's like, it's like it sounds like an awful movie. That's what she said in her mind. It's like just go watch it tonight. 
All right. Uh, hey, I got it in case you missed it. Oh, go ahead. Do your bonus. In case you missed it, did you hear? Nah. What's up? Sway's fucked. Oh. Did you pay for league pass this year, bro? Well, that's that was actually my next occasion, Mister Bro. Ah, we on the same page. Oh, telekinesis, telekinesis in this bitch. Yo, I'm not on the same page. How am I so fucked? Glad. Hold on, hold on, so hold on. Glad hold on. You're not fucked. You're not fucked. Yeah. You're not fucked. You are fucked because you didn't get league pass this year, right? It's like the first year you haven't done it in a little while. Yes, yeah, the first time. Okay, so oh, you're good. Then you're, so you're good. good. You're, you're good. good. Oh, you thought I had it? Because check okay. this out, NBA fans. So what? What happened? NBA.com is offering free league pass, and I get it. There's no games going on, but. You have access to, to the all vault, to the fucking vault, games to the fucking vault of the entire NBA season. Uh, no, ever. What you got access to the you vault, baby? Any game to the vault, baby. The fact the they're NBA, not charging for this is ridiculous. The NBA just sent out a, a statement. It wasn't just, but you know, when this podcast was recorded, dear NBA fans, with the evolving situation of the coronavirus, this has been a challenge for everyone, and hope that you're taking appropriate precautions to ensure. That you and your family stay safe and healthy. We encourage you to visit NBA.com for additional information on how to protect yourself from the f- and your family during this uh, unprecedented time. Obviously, limiting social interaction is a critical way to minimize the spread of the virus. And by staying at home for long periods of time, this is going to be difficult. With the 2019-20 NBA season on hiatus, the NBA and Turner Sports are providing all fans with a free preview of NBA League Pass the league's premium subscription-based product until April 22nd. This complimentary f- offering will provide you with access to full-length and condensed replays of all games <laughs> for the 2009 right 2020 season. <laughs> as well as yeah, baby. archive of classic games and content. You can yeah, redeem this free gift. Hold on, here's the important part, though, for everyone that actually wants to do this. You can redeem this free offer by signing into your NBA account through NBA.com or the NBA.com app on your iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Android, all mobile tablets and devices, PlayStation, What's the Roku, first game you're watching? And What's the first game you're watching? What's the first game you're watching? I don't want my game is. Thank you all. Be safe. What's your first game you're watching? Uh, uh, first game I'm watching out of the vault. Man. Simple for me. I'm going to go game six. No. Okay. Let's ask. You got game six? That's what we're going to do? No, I'm trying to guess What's yours. What's your first game? First game I'm going to see? The first game. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Yo, I know. It's fucking Paul Pierce coming back against the Nets. Against in the 2001. 2001. 2001 fucking 2002 season. 2001, fucking season. Yeah. Fucking oh, yeah, biggest one. comeback of all time, baby. I, that's what I'm watching. That's no, the know. first thing I'm watching. You know what I'm watching after that? What? Game five against the Sixers, that same playoff oh, run. Okay, fine. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you so know I'm <laughs> going head to head with AI. <laughs> with, the, oh, with, the, with the reigning MVP at that time. You know what I would actually watch All after right. that? All right. I'll keep, okay. I'll keep it Celtics. Game seven against the Cavs. Yeah. LeBron versus Bruce Paul Pierce. Pierce, 2008. Eastern Conference semifinals. Yo, we watched that in Honduras. Kid. That, Man, shit was amazing. that was one of the best basketball games I've ever seen. I don't, I don't like when you do that. Best man. show there. Yo, I I went to game one of that series. When I do what? You guys just like act all happy that you saw it together. Fuck, I didn't see it with you. But we were outside the country. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> we we're outside the country, bro. Otherwise, we would have been together. No, man, it's, like, cool. it's cool. It's like twelve years ago, man. Yeah, you, guys that, you guys got that. It was on. It was on. It was on Mother's Day too. Bro. You guys got that. That's the last thing I thought you were like, gonna fuck, say. Fuck, I remember that game, but not like that, man. No, I went to game. Yeah, I went to game one of that series. Edge of your seat the entire game. I went to game one of that series. Entire game. Both teams. 
shot god awful. That was like the worst game I've ever been to live. The game ended in the seventies. You know what else I would watch? You know <laughs> what else Celtics I would barely watch? won that game when the Miami Heat had the whiteout and Paul Pierce hit that jumper right in fucking Paul oh. uh, LeBron James' yep. motherfucking were, face. He was wearing the the white headband and yep. the green exactly. Road, right and, whole, and he got fouled. He and, got you know, and he got fouled. That was one. one. That was one of the few moments, and especially that late in the game where I was just like, no, 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 no. like. Literally, when Paul took that shot, I was like, no, because it looked like he just it's forced it's, 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 it. Yeah, forced. And then as soon as it goes through the net, I'm the first one going, yes. Fuck. Yes. No. <laughs> like, no. How clutch Let's is this go. Boom, though? How clutch. And the look on his face, too, is just like, yeah. He's like, done. You can read his lips. I'm a bad man. Yep. I'm a bad man. He's not Yo, even screaming or anything. Would, he just has that look on his face. Like, he's, like, disgusted that, with himself. That stadium once, was fucking stunned. Mike Green was like, good God, what just happened? The next game that I watch is the Paul Pierce Al Harrington game. I would watch that shit. 2004 playoffs. I would watch that shit. I'd also watch. You hear Gorman. Gorman's like, Harrington and Pierce talking to each other. And then uh, whoever the ref was, so and so tells him to shut up. <laughs> telling them to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> we should have brought that up when we talked. Pierce, for the. Dino de Blasio says, shut up. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the best. That's right, the right. fucking best. All right. Non Celtics game, though. No, wait, wait. Non Celtics game. Which after, game? All these, after all these classic Pierce games, you know I'm watching game one through seven or through six. Of the way, that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm putting on the. After right. I get my, after I, you know, get my, get a little hard there. You know what I mean? Oh jeez! All right, Joel. Uh, after after I after <laughs> I get which non Celtics game? After I get excited, I'm then putting on the fucking. I'm putting on a championship game. I'm watching game five of the 1993 NBA Finals. The, the Chicago Bulls. No, Chicago against the Suns. That game went to triple OT. In Chicago, and the reason why I bring it up is because that was the first ever triple overtime game I I watched live. Who won that game? The Bulls did. Yeah, shout out to Tunis. And the series was tied two two. It could have been could have been three two going back to Phoenix, and that was you you saw it when when Barkley walked off that court like fuck that was it that was the shot right there that was it that was it because they had won game four to tie up the series and his interview he says God wants us to win the finals. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm sure he did. No, no, he does. He wants us He wants us to be Michael Jordan. We're going to be Michael Jordan. One game four, and if he won game five, yo, go Man. back. Go so, back to, go back to Phoenix. Out. Yeah, Phoenix to win the with championship. With a 3-2 lead. You know what, though? I'll I was say, the closest he got. I'll, I'll say this. Got. It's definitely a Jordan game. It's the closest he got. It's definitely a Jordan game. Yeah, I was going to say game six, 1998, yeah, NBA Finals. It's either the flu game or it's either it's, it's yeah. that game. I mean, you know, there there was a time when I was a kid in, like, basketball camp, and they came down the line. They talked to everyone about the favorite memory, and everyone was talking about, like, Celtic shit. And I was just like, nah, man, it's when Jordan hit the game winner against the Jazz. We did that a few times in both those series, yeah, <laughs> both years. But yeah. yo, that shit, that shit. Game one and the game series, one in the, the, year, the year before. People want to yeah. say he because pushed Malone off. Malone missed both free throws. People yeah, want to say up. he pushed off, but he didn't push. Nah, off, I didn't push. Bro. No, fucking Russell's the only one. That Russell's the only off. one that fucking flopped. Yeah. He Byron flopped now. on that no, fucking. But you know, you know about that game five in '93 though. For me, the reason why, another reason why I want to see that rewatch it. I wasn't supposed to watch that whole game. I was fucking nine. Like it was a Sunday, oh, and, and my dad, night. my dad was like, "Until halftime, I'm going to bed." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but my pops fell asleep. Mm. So I, I after after every commercial, I'll be like, "Oh, is he gonna wake up? Is he gonna wake up?" No, no, okay. So I was like, the moment he wakes up, I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I fell asleep. I'm I'm out. I'm going to bed." How old <laughs> but are you, bro? I, I was not. <laughs> yeah, it was mad young, bro. <laughs> this is uh, you know, twenty plus twenty plus years ago, bruh. <laughs> 
So after it's every commercial, plus years when it's damn near thirty. Yeah, it's no, like I said way more plus, than that. Twenty plus years. <laughs> well, what year? Ninety-three. That's not 30. twenty-seven years. Well, that's not thirty. <laughs> way closer to thirty. I said twenty plus years. I said we can let the people do the math. You're not gonna do it, the math for them. Now you want to do the math. He's man. like, you suck at math, but now you want to do the math. No, but the yo, very moment, like, like seventeen plus years, man. Making it sound like yeah, five plus years, bro. Five Damn near 30 ago. years would have sounded. <laughs> Damn near 30 years ago. Well, the game, I thought the game was never going to end because I was like, this game needs to end so I can be able to sneak off the bed. You know what? Getting back to Celtics, though, I got to see at least like two or three Larry Bird masterpieces. Like the 60 plus point game, his, his career high game, like his, the, the greatest Larry Bird game in the playoffs. Like I want to see all that stuff. I never, like you saw some of those games, remember like back in the day, ESPN Classic, but they never showed like the, the like, the nitty gritty, right? Or the regular season classics, or like yeah, yeah. you know, a, a regular like you know, first round be, matchup or something where he just went off. Like, I want to be honest, those though, kind of games. I want to be honest, though. It's Any like, game in the nineties, bro. Like you give me some Glenn Rice Heat, you give me some fucking Larry Johnson Knicks. Oh, Starks! You give me some fucking John Starks yeah. in the Knicks. You give Reggie me some Miller, fucking Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller at some, the Garden. You give me some Eddie Jones Hornets fucking games. I'll watch that shit. Yo, you give me that fucking Man, Anthony give Mason me, joints. Give Yo. me, give me one of Sean Kemp's like best performances. Yo, that's what I mean. I'm that. You fucking, you fucking tell me that I'm gonna watch a Stevie Franchise game right now, bro. Where Stevie Franchise goes for forty points and Catino Mobley right. goes for twenty seven. Y'all watch that shit in a second, bro. Like you know, we talk about right, the Celtics right, yeah. that championship like that, era, like that, the big that, three era. Ah. How many regular season games were right, like fucking instant classes, classics that we'll never see again? Right. Yeah, you're right. Remember, bro. If you get on this this offer, bro, you be able to watch all them shits. Hey, no, that was just like a like a twelve minute ad for NBA.com <laughs> right there. Damn, you they better should, pay us, yo, motherfucker. Cut the free check. motherfucking league pack. They, yo, you, they should cut else? the check for that. Once once I get through all my stuff and I'm like I'm like I don't know what else to watch. But you know what's you know what's you been know horrible? I'm googling Mil Palacio, bro. Yo, you know what? <laughs> I'm fucking watching the Mil Palacio. Yes, yeah, Greg Miner, bro. 2000 in I'm in New Jersey. Greg Miner also against oh, the Timberwolves. No, the Timberwolves. Right. What about Yuri yeah, yeah. Welsh's game too, bro? When he hit that game winner, bro. I remember that. He's shit. just making it up, bro. <laughs> no, Yuri Welsh had that game winner. You <laughs> no, don't remember did. that game? Nah, man. Oh, you yeah, he had a game winner. Nah, I remember Chris Heron's game winner too. No, Chris Heron. <laughs> Yo, uh, Chris Herod, I'm from fucking Fall River, kid. I fucking used to go over the Bragger Bridge and get my fucking smack. Yo, he didn't even know he hit that until he saw his face on the newspaper. I didn't even the know. Day. I didn't even know. I, I went the... off at 33 points, kid. I had no fucking clue. I didn't even know I went over, uh, won the game winner until I went over the Bragger Bridge, kid. Yo, Joel, the Bobcats game, they had the ball. Something is down by two. Rondo steals the ball. Oh, no, I think Paul stole it. Yeah. Tips it to Ray. Ray hits the oh, three. Oh, that's a great game. Win. Yeah. Remember that? You know what else yeah. is a great game? It was like, Joel and I watched it together. Like post, away, post, yeah. post Paul Pierce, uh, Gerald Wallace to Jeff Green against the Heat. Against the Heat. Oh, oh. We, yeah. we, were, we were in the Somerville. Bar. We were in Somerville. No, we were in Somerville. No, I watched Which that. One? I watched no, that with you. No, we were, I know. You met, You probably came to Somerville then. We are at no, Tim's apartment no, no. because I was smashing no, myself no, remember, off the fucking walls. I, was, I remember being at Ned Devine's nope. with Evan and this. I'm pretty sure you was there nope. with me um, and Evan. I don't know. Were you talking about the Jeff Green one? The Jeff Green one. Right in after the corner? It was like 2013-14 season. Right? It was like the beginning of the season. I was at Tunis's. It was at the beginning Some of the season. Them. It was like the... the First time playing against the Heat. Yeah, we're at Ned Devine's. We're at Ned Devine's right. with yeah. Evan. You know what I remember? Because I went nuts and... My elbow hit this drink and went all over this girl behind me. Ooh. Yeah, that was when Tim Tim realized first that 
he was going to get probably kicked out of his apartment. Crazy nights. All Yo, right. Shout out to Hong Kong. Shout out to my boys hunting in Hong Kong, man. You know who I really feel for in times like these? The chicken man. Oh, the, you're right. How is he making money? The chicken teriyaki guy. Come on. You're right. I don't know. He's not. He can't sell a chicken teriyaki for a dollar Unless, he's, de- right unless he's delivering it himself. Genius. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Imagine if they had just, they multiplied the they chicken teriyaki guy. Now. And they were like, yo, $5 no delivery fee. We're just going to drop these off at your house. I get mad chicken teriyaki in a stick. I would too. All right. And in case you missed it, the Celtics will reportedly pay team employed game night personnel to the rest of the regular season. So whenever that That's what's up. decides to you know pop up, I love they're that. paying it out of their own pocket because they share the building, for those that don't know, with the Bruins. The owner of the Bruins owns TD Garden. And guess who's not going to put in their part? Jimmy the Jacobs. Fucking Bruins. Pussy. That guy's the cheapest motherfucker in the world. That's fucked up, dude. I think that's fucked up. Another reason yeah, why. Yo, do? Zion Williams. Another reason, gonna another reason why everybody you know, the Bruins have a fucking. Center. Like, Isn't that like crazy? A, what? Zion Williams said, said he's going to pay for every person's salary yeah. in the smoothie game. Yeah, center. he's donating like a like a hundred thousand, right? Something no, like that. No, no, no. He's just going to pay. Oh, yeah, he's not, yeah, he didn't put him out. Yeah, there's yeah, players yeah. that said a hundred thousand yeah, yeah, towards yeah. the team, and then Zion's like, I'm just going to pay yeah, for everybody. Yeah, you're right. He did say that. Good for him. At 19 years old. No, fuck that. What? The NBA owner should be paying that oh, shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, you got your rookie playing. A paying. motherfucking 19-year-old is going to pay for this shit. Yeah, the teenager paying, paying for everybody. And yeah. you're 60 and you fucking sucked on That's your mommy's fucking tit for fucking 40 years. And fucking right. now All got right. mad he's dough. You got billions now. of dollars. You're not going to pay the salary. Right. You got to wait for a 19-year-old to come in and say he's going to do it. Sean's officially in St. Patrick's Day mode right now. So. All right. Should wrap this up soon. Well, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> That's it for this edition. <laughs> Ship it up to Boston. On the COVID-19, in case you missed it. Yo, oh, um, man. How many times are you going to have to say that? Because I'm telling you guys. Well, you guys already know. At least till June. In my opinion, hey, later than that. But nothing stops on social media, guys. At Causeway Street. That's right. We're, we're in quarantine, but we're still pumping out content. I Little, live in the amount. coronavirus era. And, of course, we appreciate the support, guys. Of course, CausewayStreet.com. Ain't you know, nobody check us out, all better. of our episodes. Hit Catch us up, up on Twitter. We got plenty Everybody of content for you. Sick. What's up for next week, fellas? You guys remember what we're doing next week? Um, Top 25 yeah, NBA players, about guys. That time, all right. About that time, about that Get time. your list ready. We're really doing this? We're going to have to debate this out like we always do year after year. Yeah, we're yeah, really we, doing we, it. We, and, then, and you know what? This Top like, 25 NBA players list. To this point. To this point. As we always do. It's like halfway through the year. We're a little bit late on this. No, we'll be a little bit. This is we're like uh, like two months late. Yeah. yeah so we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. No, no. The point is that it's here no, now. We though. were in the Dominican. Right. And we all got <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck were we doing? Well, fuck it. You were getting married. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly what we were doing. <laughs> it, it was an all star weekend thing, yeah, and yeah, obviously yeah, we were yeah. not in the states at that time. So, but we're doing it now. So it was a perfect opportunity, guys. So everybody, you know what? If you want, get your list. Get your list ready. See how it measure measure ups to us. Yo, Tweet it at us. You know what's funny too is uh, we'll discuss, we'll debate next week. I was thinking about the number twenty five and how much it means to society. What? You're just talking crazy now. All right, no, seriously, we, we we've gone way past the point where Sean is starts making sense. Yeah. All right, we have out of here. Twenty five years is twenty. I'm just I'm fucking with you. All right, top twenty five list next week. Uh, also, we out. also stay safe, everyone. Tommy, wash I love your fucking you, bro. hands. I love you. Well, wash your hands. Social distancing, baby. 
Tom Brady, you're the best, man. I love Tom Brady. You deserve man. better, bro. You deserve better. Hey, 28 baby. 28 The greatest no, Boston sports athlete of all time. I how hope many, you guys. How many times have you said Celtics game, Sean? He was crazy. Greatest. He, was, he loved basketball. Still loves basketball. I still love Tom. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good time that made us laugh, I'll wait them back. I would have to say my favorite Tom Brady memory is a 23-year-old kid from San Mateo, California, with his hands on his head in New Orleans on February 3rd, 2002, shaking his head in disbelief that he just beat the greatest show on turf. The last-minute field goal by Adam Vinatieri to set up what becomes the greatest dynasty in American sports history. Well, my favorite Tom Brady moment is actually a collection of moments, a collection of games, if you will, uh, dating back to the 2016 NFL season. And you'll recall that was the season that started with the four-game Tom Brady to Slategate suspension, where Jimmy Garoppolo started a couple of games. He got hurt, and Jacoby Brissett started a couple of games. Patriots actually went three and one. But when Tom Brady returned in Cleveland, that was one of my favorite moments covering Tom Brady because he was out to prove a point. The eyes of the football and sports world were on him, and he delivered in absolute classic fashion. And he uh, threw four touchdown passes, threw for 325 yards in Cleveland against the Browns. And that started a remarkable season, that 2016 season that, of course, ended with the Patriots coming from behind, erasing the 28-3 deficit against the Falcons and winning Super Bowl 51. Tom Brady, as a starting quarterback in that 2016 season, including playoffs, 14-1. and Yo, this is Tunis. Uh... So yeah, for my favorite Brady moment, I'm going to have to go with, I think it was the undefeated season when that dude, uh, Anthony Smith from the Steelers was running his mouth before the game. And, uh, they said something to Brady in one of his press conferences, like on Friday or something before the game, and he just gave a little smirk, just looked at the camera, didn't say anything, and just let his work, let his game, uh, talk for him. And he threw like three or four touchdowns right at Anthony Smith and went right up to him. Uh, after the first one, and he was just yelling, barking at him, barking at him. That's when I kind of realized this dude, he's not normal. <laughs> so that's definitely my favorite favorite Brady moment, even though we didn't win the Super Bowl that year. It was some fucking bullshit, but there it is. Peace. Hello, I'm calling with my favorite Tom Brady moment. 
I would have to say it is absolutely after the first Super Bowl win that he had in 2002 when he was celebrating with Drew Bledsoe and smacking him on the chest on the shoulder pads and saying, we won, we won. And the picture of him with his hat on backwards and the eye black and he's got the T-shirt on and he can't believe it, that's the best image that I have because those were dark times before they won that first Super Bowl, and he did it. And I like that he celebrated with Drew Bledsoe. I was a big Drew Bledsoe fan. It was hard to have him replaced, but it all worked out, obviously. But um, that's definitely my favorite Super Bowl and my favorite image of Brady that I will keep. Hopefully, we have an interesting season going forward. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, what's up, fellas? Stu, how we doing? Talking Brady today. Obviously, sad news to hear he's going, but uh, we're here to talk about uh, happy moments. Looking back at the thousands of moments, I've got to pick something that's on the personal level. So I'd say uh, Super Bowl 49. Uh, Dutra, you remember, we were all over at Garrett watching the game and uh, passed it down in the second half. We all ran outside, grabbed the, uh, the Jeep seat out of the back of Garrett's Jeep, dragged it back up into the apartment, threw it on the floor in the middle of the living room because we thought apparently in our drunken state that that was going to bring good luck to the Pats. And obviously it does because Brady throws a fucking drop in the bucket to Gronk. Touchdown. Just barely down. Then next drive, eight out of eight. Edelman gets the score. Patriots take the lead. And that's when the shit goes downhill. All of a sudden we get that classic Giants last play down there, catch on the helmet type bullshit. And we're all sitting there thinking, great, Marshawn Lynch about to take this thing in. Next thing you know it, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, pulled a straight dumbass move, throw the interception to Butler. And that was a big moment. But the, the thing that I remember the most from that game is when they flashed the Brady on the sideline and he's jumping up and down. Never forget that moment, how excited he was. We're going nuts, jumping just as much in Garrett's living room, tackling each other. I think, think somebody threw the Jeep seat off the porch, if I remember right. Just a wild, crazy night. You know, never thought we'd top that. And then next Super Bowl gets the uh, Falcons, got just about right as close. Always great memories with Brady, and uh, we're going to miss the big guy. And uh, we'll have to get down to Tampa Bay and Get shit based down there and see some games and uh, enjoy the heat. All right, boys. Catch you later. So I think my greatest memory of Tom Brady would have to be, and I know it's kind of cliche, but it would probably have to be that first Super Bowl against the Rams. I remember like yesterday, I mean, you're, you're talking about this guy where you just had this ridiculous season that you're like, every single juncture of the whole year, you're sitting there like, okay, this is going to come to an end. Okay, this week it's going to come to an end. Okay, first round, first round of the playoffs is going to come to an end. And you had the open game, and you had all these other things, and it was just, um, it was just a scary tale throughout the course of that entire year. And then that Super Bowl kind of encompassed all of it. You get to that point where eventually it was just like, okay, you know, this is this is happening. And you know, it was the first time I think in Boston sports where we could look at, at least in our era, you know, look at it and be like, wow, we're actually going to win this thing. And I, you know, I remember that that last drive. Every single throw, the look on his face, the demeanor, it was just so cool. And, and, you know, that first time that I think as a Boston sports fan, and I could sit back and say, you know what? We got this thing, and this guy is going to get it for us. So I have to say that first Rams Super Bowl, that would be uh, what I would vote for as 
my moment that goes to stick with me as a as a Tom Brady lifetime fan. And I'll take with me the memory.